Old lady aches. Uh, <laughs> old lady and then aches I snore into the microphone. What? <laughs> you snorted? A little bit. <laughs> oh, a little bit. Oh, right. Everybody loves a good snort. Ooh, that doesn't sound very good. <laughs> 1970s? Yeah. yeah. Um, welcome to Pacific Northwest Weirdness. I'm Jen. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Alicia. <laughs> In her State Farm voice. <laughs> yes, the State Farm voice. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, guess what, folks? It's for those of you who celebrate it, Christmas. Twas the Wednesday before days. Christmas. Twas the Wednesday before Christmas. Yes, yes. <laughs> and all through the weirdness. <laughs> yeah. At the end of this episode, um, I will be singing, not singing. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yes. No, no, no. Jen's going to sing. That was the wrong wording. Um, I will be reading A Coastal Christmas. Santa drops in at the mouth of the Columbia. What? I got so, it when we went on a field trip to um, the Astoria, or what was it called? The, the Columbia, Columbia Maritime Museum. Yeah, that one. Did we ever post pictures from our lovely trip at I the Maritime Museum? So. I feel I like know. we probably should have. It yeah, was a lovely we trip. Can do that. It was great. We'll do that. We'll yeah. do that. So I'll end after my episode <laughs> and my sources will end on a happy note beautiful <laughs> that sounds yeah. ominous we'll end it on a happy well no note. it's i mean <laughs> i mean it's not my week jen i know i know this is definitely okay so let's just do it this story <laughs> is completely out of my wheelhouse but i felt like the universe was telling me to do it when i ran across it on reddit because so alicia's daughter alorna just got a cat um, the lady that at work that was my secret Santa person was all about cats. So I got her cat stuff. Um, then my niece showed me a picture of her mama cat that had five baby kittens in her house. And I'm just like, cats are coming out of the woodwork. So <coughs> I jumped onto Reddit because um, Vanessa you, always you seems. hanging on Reddit? Yeah. Vanessa always <laughs> seems to find stuff on there. And, um, I can't find the post. I looked for it again. But it said something to the effect of, have you heard about the cat cult in Washington <laughs> State? <laughs> and I was oh, like... Oh, of course it's in Washington. Yeah, I, mean, I was like, what? Of this course. must be a joke. <laughs> well, folks, it most definitely is not a joke. And what I thought would be a light, fluffy, funny story <laughs> turned dark pretty quickly. <laughs> so I guess I should have known if the word cult was involved, it was wasn't going to be all about fluffy kittens and do-gooders. Today, we're going to talk about a woman who believes she is Mary Magdalene and that cats will turn to angels and take the 144,000 souls to heaven when the world ends. This woman's name is Cheryl Ruthven, formerly Walker, when she was married to her husband, Mark. So I was very curious, like, how many cult leaders were women? Because I figure yeah, you don't... Kind of- you don't really hear about, Unique. you know, all of the main ones are, it seems like, are always men. Um, and I couldn't find... Yeah, women. Get any, on the cult train. Any cult yeah. statistics. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I found that... Because they're so about the record keeping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I headed to Google and it talked about how, like, 70% of cult members are women, um, which oh, makes dang. sense. Okay. But I couldn't find a statistic for the actual like amount of leaders 
Um, on distractify.com, I found an article about the top seven female cult leaders. Um, the first one was from the early 1900s, and her, her name was Anne Hamilton Bryn, who started a cult called, in quotes, The Family. Oof. That was not disbanded until 1997. Dang, what? Yeah, so... That that's alarming. Is yeah. that like the longest cult? Is I don't are know, they in the Guinness Book of World like, Records as the longest cult? Is there a world record know. for cult? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so <laughs> Anne's husband died and she had multiple miscarriages and turned to yoga to find peace, which led her to creating the family. Of as course. Yoga as equals cult. Yoga, I mean come on. Yeah. Why wouldn't I, it? I yeah. feel like that's a natural profession. Yeah, right? <laughs> Yoga cult. Um, so the article stated many members gifted, I'm saying it in quotation marks, <laughs> Hamilton Brin their children. Over the, yes, over the course of decades, she, quotes again, adopted over 28 children. So she just like, okay. people were like, here, here's, here's this baby. Kid. Yeah. Here's 28. And of course, I mean, they, I guess I shouldn't say of course, but they endured Physical, emotional trauma, and yeah, all the things that happen in a cult. Yeah, all that. Yeah. yeah, but I was like, "That's crazy." The early, like, it was like 1912 or something to 1997. Evil people always. Um, another woman named Valentina de Andrade in the 1980s and 90s was the head of an alien worshiping cult and told her followers. Um, according to this article, that all male children born after 1981 were evil and needed to be sacrificed to the alien overlords. So she convinced even highly respected people to murder at least 19 boys between the years of 1981 to 1993. People just looking for a good reason to slaughter people. Yeah. Like, what the heck? It's so weird. I was, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine handing my baby over, and I can't imagine no. being like, oh, sorry, bad luck, you were born in 1982. Whew. Bye-bye. Gross. Yeah. And, I mean, I think that they put in the highly respected, you know, civilians or whatever because you do kind of think oh gosh people that fall for this must be wackadoos and they're not, not they're always. just people looking <laughs> to be part of something you or know? they could still also be wackadoos yeah yeah <laughs> all of it all um, of the above so maybe a cat cult isn't the strangest one <laughs> yeah. uh so many of the members um of that one of the whatever it was called Alien worshipping one. Alien worshiping. Is it is it just me? I gotta say this before we move on from okay. the alien worshipping. I'm not paying it with it. <laughs> oh, perfect. Because maybe you'll get to this, but I feel like it's weird that a woman is like the head of an alien worshipping cult. I feel like aliens are more guy things. I don't Apparently, know. Am I wrong about that? I mean, I guess. I, I guess know. I am. All right. So many of her members were arrested, but she's still spreading her word in Argentina where she fled. Of course she is. So, I mean, yeah. I can't remember what, when the article was published, I got this Dang. from. So maybe she's dead now. I don't know. Um, let's talk now about the positively insane woman <laughs> who is still prowling around. <laughs> 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 
I'm so happy that the cat puns are here to stay. Bring them cat puns. You um, is so funny. Okay, so Cheryl Ruthman started out as a pastor of a group called Gates of Praise and focused on Pentecostal teaching. So they were in like the second story of, um, you know, a building. They met nothing too crazy. Um, you know, people would go and she's this beautiful, blonde, charismatic, rich, um, woman. And she just made you feel like you were the only person there and, you know, just drew you in. Um, the Riz is strong with this one. The Riz is yeah, strong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in 2001, Cheryl decided, you know what? I'm going to break away from this Pentecostalness and head up my own group oh, okay. of people. Aww. And she called them in 2001, she called them um, the Freedom Fire Ministries. So she led this group and. Before long, they had gotten rid of Easter and Christmas, and they started focusing on Jewish holidays. Um, her preacher, her preachings got more and more strange, delving into Egyptian alchemy. Um, and around 2005, Cheryl changed the name of the cult to Mariah Ministries after the mountain where Joseph was told to sacrifice his son. Oh, not Carrie. Not Mariah Carey. Okay. No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> M-O. Um, not M-I-A. <laughs> um, so her teachings continued to change. And in the Nashville Scene article that I found, it said this. Worship services now opened with Tai Chi and Buddhist meditation. After that came teachings about chakras and healing crystals, Tibetan singing bowls, ancient Egyptian gods like Osiris and Isis, the Greek goddess Athena, and a host of New Age-like practices. So Jewish was out and New Age was in. It was all a big old cluster. I I mean, yeah. So they changed their name again to the Oneness Group. (laughs) And they... They had been in Bellingham, Washington, I think they said, and they moved to, um, they bought a Masonic Lodge in Blaine, Washington, which is like half an hour from where they were before. Hmm. And they, she felt like, you know, these Freemasons, these men had all these secrets and this and that. And why can't <laughs> she, you know, she is this like okay. prophetess, Mary Magdalene right. woman. <laughs> okay. So she's like. Screw that. We're moving on in. We're keeping secrets, too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As you do. Um, so she had started Eva's Eden Cat Rescue in the basement <laughs> of that building after her cat Eva died. The leader told her followers that God spoke directly to her. And if the members looked up any of what she was saying, that meant they didn't trust her completely. Oh, no. When people joined, they were almost (laughs) entranced by her and wanted to please her and do whatever she wanted. Like, they, she was a prophet. And, you know, you had to get to heaven. You had to be in her good graces and be following along with her. And don't go try looking up anything I'm telling you because that means you don't trust me. And that means you should be excommunicated. Um. 
From the cat cult. Yeah, from the cat cult. It's not good. This is why dog people have a problem with cat people. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They've heard about the cat cult. Yeah, yeah. It's not good when leaders tell you to blindly follow them. Yes, (laughs) don't do that, people. (laughs) So when she held worship, her followers had to bow to her. And she would prick her finger and squeeze drops of her blood into the communal cup. (gasps) No, thank you. Also, don't do that. Public health. Don't do that. Public health. (laughs) So back to the 144,000 souls um, oh, that are talked about in the book of Revelation. Um, it said that they would be saved when the apocalypse happens and her followers report those souls. Well, it doesn't say that in the Revelation, but <laughs> she says that um, her followers are those souls and the cats, their vessels to help them descend to heaven. So the people who followed her were Wait, told. Hold on. What? <laughs> I need to talk whoa, about the cats whoa, whoa. vessels real quick. So, like, the people are going to go in the cats to go to heaven? Like, that kind of vessel? Like a car vessel? Or, like, they are guides? I I was confused on that also, and I am not 100% sure. Okay. I don't but want to climb in a cat. Either way. I want it to be the vessel kind of way. Yeah. So I'm going to tell myself that the... That this is like a Coco uh, <laughs> spirit guide situation <laughs> with the cat. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. makes me feel better. Okay, and you that's do really you. All that matters. So. Yep, yep. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Um. So the people who followed her were told to hold the cats that they fostered and adopted above their own human families. Many of them had as many as forty cats at their oh, homes that no. they were fostering. No. Yeah. And, like, they were, like, the cats had to be fed before the human children. And, like, it was crazy. I don't love it. No. Uh -uh. (laughs) Um, Cat cult is not for me. I know, right? Oh, yeah. The logo to Eva's Eden was an outline of Bastet, the Egyptian goddess of protection and nurturing. um, Who would sometimes present as a woman with a cat's head or whatever. Um, so as such, they believed cats were kin to Bastet and should be held in the highest regards. Okay. <laughs> the cat part's making sense a little bit. Uh, I mean, yeah. Because Egyptians held Egyptians, cats. Egyptians, yeah. Yes, yeah. Okay. There's and a bunch witches, of cats. I'm just saying. You know, witchers. <laughs> yeah. In an article titled Apocalypse Meow. <laughs> How a cult that believes cats are divine beings ended up in Tennessee (laughs) on NashvilleScene.com. Two sisters talk about their time in the cult. Mary and Rachel Gunderson were both drawn in at different times by Cheryl's magnetic pull. Mary, who joined the cult in 2004 and moved with the group to Tennessee in 2013. So, like, they were getting starting to get a lot of heat. You know, they were, the word was starting to get out that this woman it was getting weird. was getting shady and, and even washingtonians didn't want a part of it yeah wow. they like people were talking and so mary had to plan this ma- or cheryl had to plan this mass exodus to tennessee where nobody would know her and stuff except well yeah cult 101 check yeah pack them yeah. up and move them out mm-hmm. yep okay so mary gunderson um began spending like Every spare moment with Cheryl and came to believe that she was a prophet, not Cheryl, or not Mary, but Cheryl. Cheryl was. Yeah. And if she stuck with her, she too would be saved. 
So, I mean, she spent every waking wow. moment with this woman. Like, Ew. she just captivated her. And um, she sang during meetings and wrote songs to Cheryl and oh, others that Cheryl no. wanted her to write. Um, Cheryl believed she was Mary Magdalene. And one of the worship songs said, in quotation marks, Athena spread her wings and lifts her staff. She opens up the doors and says, come in. I recognize you. You are Magdalene. You have the power to recreate Eden. So come in, Magdalene. So come in, Magdalene. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to hear this put to music, please. Yeah. I, <laughs> no, I'm not Maybe you that. will be singing for us this evening. Um, <laughs> so um, on the Facebook page, is there a cult in Columbia, Tennessee? Um is the answer yes yeah yes. <laughs> that um was started by mark cheryl's um cheryl's ex-husband and then his second wife mary i know oh, lots mary. of marys but back to mary gunderson so she posted one of the last songs that she wrote while in the cult on this website um and i kind of listened to some of it she has a lovely voice but I mean, did cat, it draw you in? Cat cult music, not for me. Yeah, <laughs> you're not gonna buy it on iTunes. Not the vibe. Cat cult music, not for oh. me. Yeah. Um. So Ruthven ended up banishing Rachel, um, Mary's sister that had joined the cult after Mary. Um. She banished Rachel because Rachel was talking to a guy talking to like her boyfriend or something and said something about doing media for Eden Eva's Eden and that Mary or Shellett freaking frack Cheryl like freaked out and was like you mm. are no longer part of this and so um Mary ended up she moved away from Rachel and cut ties with her sister completely. Oh. Another former member, Michelle Lamphere, is ashamed to this day of her actions when in the cult. At one point, her daughter, Shaylin, who was 16 and had disobeyed Cheryl and was caught drinking and grounded. Um, and she wasn't happy about that. Uh, it wasn't enough that she was grounded, so Cheryl told them to get rid of her. Her family gathered in their backyard in a circle with Shaylin in the middle. And she wrote this in a letter on the face on that Facebook page. They said, God, we are here as a family to give Shaylin Shaylin's soul over to the devil. We give the devil permission to overtake her and bring her to his what? side. She is no longer covered with our covering. She is on her own and you may take her now. Whoa. Uh, what? I don't think I've ever heard of people <sighs> gathering to let the devil take <laughs> their child. In. I'm like, how freaking terrifying! Usually we're gathering to say, "Be gone, devil, be gone." But yeah, yeah, no, no. This time we're all let's just come and get her. Oh, you a, got caught drinking. Spanish. Yeah, to you're going hell. <laughs> <laughs> that it. Wow. I know. I mean, I can't imagine how scared the 16 year old girl. You know. Yeah. Like, As a mom, that person must be so charismatic. Yeah. Seriously. To be able to get into them that they 
Yeah. I just. Yeah. I just don't get it. Like, what? Yeah. Wow. Um. So, yeah, Cheryl was a pro at ripping people, apart, you know, families apart. I mean, like, a lot that we've all heard about with cults is how they, you know, kind of pull you away from your family, mm-hmm. pull you away from your friends, and have you cut contact with Creepy. all of them and stuff. Um. So she was great at ripping apart families, including her own. Um, mm-hmm. So her ex-husband, Mark, that I mentioned earlier, Walker, went to see his kids on February 11th, 2013, to find the house abandoned and his children's cell phones disconnected. Mark oh, had said, at some point, I knew I was never going to see my kids again. Oh, gosh. Um, and so, like, on that Facebook page... um. Mark and his wife, Mary, have, like, written, like, letters to the kids and stuff. And they're so sad. It's so sad. There's So the mom, if I remember right, there were three kids. She took three kids. And then her mother's also part of, like, it's insane. So, yeah, he was pretty, obviously, upset. Mm. Um, And I want to say, yeah, I don't know. Um, so yeah, there were all these other letters on there from people who have, you know, escaped this cult and, um, like things that happened to them then. And then there's letters to, um, you know, other people in the cult from family members saying like, I miss you. I still think about you. You can come home anytime. Um, yeah. Um, so his daughter-in-law, Nicole, is the manager at Eva's Eden in Tennessee. So, basically, she wanted to go to Tennessee from Washington to, you know, start over. Nobody knows me, blah, 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 blah. Yet, she kept the name Eva's Eden for the cat thing. (laughs) So, hello, you know. And then she starts taking around her mobile cat thing to try to get people to take the kittens and stuff, cats and stuff, that says Eva's Eden. On the side with the outline of the bestet. Yeah. So do you think that she took the cats from Washington over state lines to Tennessee? Maybe. Or you think she got new cats in Tennessee? I don't know. Maybe both. What'd she do with all the cats in Washington? If she didn't take them with her. Right? I mean, she took the kids, but did she take the cats? (laughs) Kids She released them on the general population in Washington. Um, set them free. Yeah. So yeah. So his daughter-in-law Nicole (laughs) is the manager of the one in Tennessee. Um, although now when I read something, it said that she moved from Columbia, Tennessee, to Columbia, Kentucky, not that long ago. Um, and supposedly, according to Shelby's mom, Shelby, that her name? Nope. Shell Cheryl. Cheryl, too many shushes and muzzes. Um, according to Shelly, Cheryl. Cheryl, holy frick! <laughs> oh no! Okay, according to Cheryl's mom, um, who is the treasurer of Eva's Eden, her daughter no longer preaches, and it is she just runs a cat rescue organization. Uh-huh. Sure. However, while Ruthven... That's mm-hmm. what they all Yeah. Say. However. When she was planning her exodus from Washington, as she called it, to Tennessee, she told her followers to buy up farmland. 
Uh huh. Because, um, for all the cats. Meow. I. Well, <laughs> she said that the end is coming like soon. That the end of days were coming soon. Naturally. And um, so I'm like, who's to say that this wackadoo isn't still preaching to some of the fifty some people that followed her? You know, ten years ago. Yeah. yeah. From there, I mean. Any of those farms, she could set up shop. I'm sorry, but if I am following... <laughs> I can't even say this on the same way. <laughs> if I am following a cult leader out of uh-huh. the Pacific Northwest, they better still be preaching whatever it is they're preaching. Because right. I'm not just following them for cats and good times. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. Um, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I'm like, that's only been 10 years ago that she, you know... So how old is she now? How old is this woman now? Like, is her mom still around? I think so, yeah. Um, I don't know how old she is now. I would assume probably in her 50s-ish. Because, I mean, she had grown children. Some were grown, one wasn't. But, Mm. so, I'm guesstimating 50-ish. Okay. Wow. Um... I mean, I kind of, like, looked her up, and it took me to, like, some website that had, like, 20 different addresses for her. I'm like, this woman got around. Um, most of them were in Washington. There was, you know. So, Tennessee. like, did you see what she looks like? Yeah. I mean, Does she look like a cat? <laughs> she doesn't look like Mary Magdalene. She doesn't look like a cat. She okay. looks like a fairly normal, average woman. Like, you would not know walking next to her down the road? No. She's just ca- She's- casually leaning in cat cold? Yeah. Yeah. Casual. In her spare time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the man that wrote the um, the apocalypse meow or whatever, I think it was, um, he... Uh, <laughs> I cannot! He... <laughs> story because like a few years before that he and his daughter were at, <laughs> were at a Kroger parking lot and um the cat mobile was there <laughs> and his daughter was like oh kitty kitties and yeah so then he heard watch your kids folks the cat cults are mobile yeah. <laughs> so I mean this is just the tip of the iceberg of this crazy lady um <laughs> dying <laughs> i forgot i forgot about the apocalypse meow and now i'm dead oh my goodness um oh, i can't breathe yeah i mean this is the tip of the iceberg the things that she liked to do these people and i mean yeah give me all your money give me your she well, at least she didn't take people's babies as, as far as I know. I was waiting for that. I was waiting I know, for that. No, Absolutely. no. And um I mean apparently it was the um what do you call it? Rescue shelter things were like very, very nice. You know, they weren't in cages, they just got to go. Wherever. I bet they were. They were the gods and they goddesses of this realm. Exactly. <laughs> um and they're you know, like I said, this is the tip of the iceberg of her, but there is a um i think it's four part series on oh gosh now i can't remember it the youtube 
channel? No, there's a podcast all about different um, cult conspiracy, um, like top the baby boo. Um, hold on, I'm gonna look it up really quick because. Uh, I seriously am dead with the apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I am a goner. <laughs> I completely forgot about that. <laughs> and now my stomach hurts a little bit from laughing. <laughs> apocalypse meow. How a cult that believes cats are doing. Um, okay, what was it called? But anyway, yeah. So on that podcast, it has... Um, some of the Rachel and I think some of the other people that were in the cult and got out. I mean, that's mm. her. Okay. She's not bad to look at. Yeah. She's pretty. You know what she kind of reminds me of? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> she reminds me of like first season Peg Bundy. Like when she was young. Oh. Yeah. She's a little Peg Bundy-esque. I can kind I of see that. I can see how people could be taken in by her. Like, she's she's nice to look at. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. But don't get drawn in. Yeah. Do don't that. let don't her do suck you in. Yeah. Don't let Peg Bundy get you. Yeah. She's crazy. Darn it. I can't find... Anyway, yeah, there's a, like, four-part thing, like I said, where the people talk on there and go into, like, way more depth. But, I mean, most of it, from what I could tell, was kind of the classic separate the person from their family. And that is a good cult classic. Yes, that's a good cult classic. (laughs) It is. So cats, aliens, apparently anything is fair game to worship and create cults around. So, yes. you know. All right. Who knows? I'm on board. That, um, the whole cult <laughs> thing, though. I mean, like, the whole cat cult. Um, <laughs> it doesn't surprise anyone that it started in Washington. No. No. Not right. at all. I just wanted to, I wanted to make sure we're all on the same page there. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what? But. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Apparently it was it's a thing. Like I don't know right now, twenty twenty three, what is happening. Um, as far as I know No she, cult updates. No as far as I know, she's still um <laughs> chugging along in, <laughs> in Kentucky. Uh, all right, I'm gonna do my cat cult sources and then I'm gonna read to you a coastal and then Christmas. We're gonna have okay. a Christmas story. Yeah. Yay. Alright, so okay, don't laugh. Um, the article, Apocalypse Meow, How a Cult That Believes Cats Are Divine Beings Ended Up in Tennessee, <laughs> on NashvilleScene.com. Oh, my stomach hurts from laughing. Um, the Facebook group, led by Mark and his wife, um, Is There a Cult in Columbia, Tennessee? Um, a website, we survived blogspot. Um... Uh, has there ever been a female cult leader on distractify.com and a paw paw clips now freedom fire ministries and eva's eden mi- miniseries 
on the YouTube channel Cult Vault from May 2023. Um, which was super interesting. I watched half of it. Um, but it's from, it's survivors talking about it. And I'm like, really? They are survivors. Like, they've been through some shit. Big time drama. Yeah. Can you mention the smell in that place? When you were talking about, like, some of these people have 40 cats, that's all I can think of is, like, ugh. I can't do you, cat pee smell either. It's how are so you nasty. living in that? I can't yeah. even imagine. No. Yeah. No. No. How are they? I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> I just don't. I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a yeah. Uh, brief little... Uh, synopsis of the capital <laughs> the oneness foundation or whatever the heck it's called now i can honestly say that i did not think you would be the next one doing a cult story <laughs> i didn't see that one coming yeah i, I didn't, didn't either see that one coming. i didn't either i like i said i thought it was going to be this fluff piece <laughs> that you know was just like some weird silly thing and it's like oh gosh no and i always think of cults as like People getting killed. Yeah. And that's definitely not you. But this one, people were just being malnourished because the cats were eating first. Exactly. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. So. Nice. Sorry, Washingtonians. You no longer have. It's weird. A cat cult in your state. <laughs> it's weird. But like you already knew that. Tennesseans wouldn't put up with that kind of crap. I just feel like they wouldn't. Well, she apparently moved on over to Columbia, Kentucky. Yeah, Tennessee so. was like, bye. She Get out of here. The, I don't know how far away Tennessee and Kentucky are. Are they right next to each other? They're pretty close. Pretty close, yeah. Okay, now you can snuggle on down. Now that we're done Get with the cult talk. Yeah. <laughs> If you want your little children to now listen, go get them and pause. Um, well, <laughs> I am Sorry. dead. The cat puns are killing me. Get them and pause. Um, cat puns are killing me. I meant P A U S E, but hello, it can be also pause. Um. All right, so, a coastal Christmas, Santa drops in at the mouth of the Columbia. Which, like, most dangerous spot to drop in. Yes, Santa, exactly. It's, Vanessa's done stories if about the mouth of anything. the Columbia. And, yeah. If we've learned <laughs> anything, it's don't mess around with that. Um, this what? is by Lynette, Ray, McAdams, and Sally. Why are you making weird faces? What's that? Because she said that he's dropping down in Columbia, and that weren't they in Columbia, Tennessee? Yes. This is weird. Yeah, but the mouth of the Columbia River is what she I know, saying. but it's but still weird. the word Columbia. Columbia, Columbia. Yeah. I'm so sorry. It is Yeah, weird come on right. now. Okay, I'm going to try to read Also, this. how many places are named Columbia? Because there's also Columbia, South Carolina. A lot. Apparently many. Every state to has to have a Columbia. Work it out. <laughs> yeah. And a Portland. Columbia? I'm sure we do. Columbia, Oregon? I'll, I'll look it up. Okay, anyway. I almost said Alexa. Continue. Do we have a bitch in the room? <laughs> All right. Snuggle on down. "'Twas the night before Christmas, where river meets sea, and we were out on the boat, just my small crew of three. The fog, it was thick, and the waves were a beast, but we needed fresh crab for the holiday feast. Naturally. When out on the d deck there arose such a clatter, I sprang from the wheelhouse to see what was the matter, and there in the sea, on the side we call port, was a little old man who gave a wave and a snort.' 
And the picture is Santa looking very frantic in the Columbia. <laughs> then, frantic too, Santa. Yeah. yeah. Then over the rail, a gloved hand appeared. Then a red-suited arm. Then a snowy white beard. And I turned to my <laughs> mates and I ordered them, quick, fetch the blankets and cocoa. We've rescued St. Nick. This is amazing. We brought him aboard, and he <laughs> coughed, and he sputtered. Then out of the surf, all eight reindeer fluttered. The bow was bow was quite full, so we put them in back and placed a toe on the sleigh, which still held his sack. And once he was settled well out of the gale, we all leaned in closer to hear Santa's tale. I'm not sure what happened. Things had gone at <laughs> all gone terrific. <laughs> In fact, my last, very last stop was the Columbia Pacific. But this fog is so heavy, I missed the river's mouth, and when I checked on our course, we were way too far south. Then I set us aright, or so I did think. But the next thing I knew, we were all in the drink. He looked quite defeated and didn't say more, so I offered... Don't feel bad. It's happened before. Uh, yeah. Many captains have <laughs> failed here. There's been an assortment. Just think of John Mears, who named Cape Disappointment. <laughs> it's not about pride. Oh, it's not about pride, Santa said with a grimace. The trouble, my friend, is that Christmas is finished. My reindeer can swim, but it's cold in this river. Now Donner's exhausted. Poor Blitzen has a shiver. We'll never make it. We'll never make it now. <laughs> and your kids will be broken hearted or heartbroken to find nothing from Santa, not even a token, no clam gun for Maria, no beach ball for Joy, no Liberty Theater tickets for Roy. And I don't need to tell you I'm taking a risk by heading back home without Loot Fisk. It's Mrs. Claus' favorite. And what about the elves? I must have smoked salmon to replenish their shelves. <laughs> And then there's me, and I know this is selfish, but this part of the world has the very best shellfish. Without yeah. Wallapa oysters, <laughs> I'll just be a mess. Forget milk and cookies, I crave Dungeness. Yeah, this is so great. I could see in that instant he was more than forlorn. Oh, wait, I don't talk to him, please. <laughs> I could see in that instant he was more than forlorn. Which is when I remembered our our Coast Guard's airborne. Don't worry, Santa. You can please the whole flock. We'll call Air Station Astoria. They'll send the Jayhawk. And as for the reindeer, while you're on your adventure, they can rest up at the North Coast Wildlife Center. It's a little last minute to find hay in a bale, but the Astoria Co-op can donate some kale. Then the old man grew lively, and he danced, and he raved, and he said to us, Friends, I think Christmas is saved. <laughs> and in less than five minutes, the helicopter came, and Santa whistled, and he shouted, and he called out by name. Off to Oysterville, Ocean Park, even Long Beach. Neither Seaview, Iwako, nor Chinook's out of reach. We'll go to Skamokawa and also Altoona across the river to Alderbrook and hit the Laguna. 
down to Warrington and Seaside, then around Haystack Rock. Don't forget Manzanita, we won't miss a block. And down near Nahalem, I'll show you just where to park. You know, I've been at this since way before Lewis and Clark. <laughs> then I heard him proclaim as they flew out of sight. Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night. Amazing. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Uh, yeah. Beautiful. Isn't that cute? So the writers, um, Lynette Ray McAdams is a freelance writer and photographer on Washington's Long Beach Peninsula. Um, she arrived in Astoria at the turn of the century and has been living, working, and playing in the Columbia Pacific region ever since. Sally... Lacaf is a North Coast artist who was born in Cannon Beach, traveled Western Europe as a child, and now lives in Astoria, Oregon. Her work encompasses a broad spectrum of mediums, including book illustrations, public interpretive panels, and a variety of commercial projects. Learn more at sallylacaf.com. That was beautiful. That was lovely. Thank you. Yeah, pretty cool. Some of the pictures are really cute. I'll have to post um, some of them. Because, yeah, they're lovely. You all should see them. We and saw this. And now the, I want crab. And I know, right? <laughs> right? We saw this at the checkout and I was like, oh my gosh, I got to get it and read it to our listeners on the <laughs> on episode the before, before Christmas. Christmas. And it happened to be my episode. So Is this out. the first episode that children are welcomed in at a point? <laughs> yeah, probably. I'm Heather children. <laughs> Let's welcome you in. Yeah, they're little, little ones. I love it. <laughs> but yeah, so... That's all I have for y'all today. Yay! And, beautiful. Uh, I hope you all have a very magical Christmas. And she just wanted to look into my eyes lovingly and just um, made her lose her thought. Yes, you <laughs> did. You did. Season. Probably because I have my glasses on and I can't see far away. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> Blurry. <laughs> I was just having to really concentrate. <laughs> so yes thank you for listening to this crazy story of a crazy oh, cat woman and a coastal christmas until next time <laughs> bye, bye. <laughs>